Patriots fans, it is time for Foxborough Finance Friday. It's time for a fiscal fitness report with our good friend. The Pats Cap is here. Stick around. You are about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Patriots, sign up for free wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Make sure that you receive the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, we're not wasting any time today. It is time for a fiscal fitness report for your New England Patriots, and we welcome the guru of Foxborough Finance, the man I like to call the great and powerful Wizard of Benzon, my good friend, Miguel, the Pats Cap Benzon, joins me here today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me here on this post-draft Foxborough Finance Friday, buddy. Oh, it's always a pleasure. I, I mean, I heard I heard you guys talk talk about me, you and Murph talking to me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get that DM pretty soon from Mike. All right. And then, of course, I said, oh, this should work out perfectly because I was expecting the Wolfpack to sweep the proper Providence Bruins Wednesday night. So, but they're playing tonight, so we got, I'm going to that game. So we have to rush. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, okay. So, thank Absolutely. you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Your Connecticut guys are doing a real number on my Providence guys. We're not going to, we'll save that for a conversation for another day right now. Yeah. But uh, no, all kidding aside. But, uh, <laughs> Right off the bat, I always say, folks, he is the only source that I need when it comes to Foxborough Finance, and there really is nothing more to say about that, so let's dive right into this, bud. According to your calculations, the Patriots currently have $12,151,622 in available cap space. That accounts for the just north of $4 million four-year deal that wide receiver Kayshawn Butte signed, his rookie deal, Mm -hmm. first domino to fall when it comes to the rookies, but... Miguel, all Patriots fans right now are wondering what this means for New England. Not just Butte's deal, but we know Patriots made a lot of picks, and they need to sign these picks, and they need mm-hmm. to get them in the Foxborough Bowl, preferably before training camp, but we all know that's not necessarily required. Sometimes these things take longer, and guys do still show up. But ultimately, what does this mean Foxborough finance-wise for the New England Patriots? Floor is yours, my friend. We got a lot to talk about, and uh, we're we'll start, waiting with bated breath. <laughs> we'll start with Booty. All right, Boutte. Um The Patriots in the last several years have been signing day three picks, one or a couple of them early, right after the draft. And I'm being right after, I'm in between within two weeks of the, of the draft. All right. I, okay, heard about it, heard about it. it was, to me, it was no big deal. But I then people are saying, oh my gosh, I mean he's gonna make the team, he's guaranteed a spot, 
because he got so much money. He got the money that a person at a 187 was was supposed to get. And these these deals are slotted. He he got no more, no less than a player who's got drafted a 187 was going to get. Not because you know he didn't get any more, didn't get any less. These, um, in fact, if you looked at what the guy got last year who was drafted 187, he actually got Boutte got a small signing bonus to that gentleman, but because the rookie salaries have gone up each year, so, um, from 705, 705,000 last year to 750,000 this year, all right. Butte will get more or earn more cash if he makes the team than the guy he did last year who was drafted in the mm-hmm. same spot. That's to right. be expected because the cap has gone up. The rookie pool, unfortunately for the draft picks, hasn't really gone up that much. All right. It only went like less than 2%. Um, I don't know how to say this politely. <laughs> okay. So let's just t- look at the history of. The Patriots and six-round picks. We know they, they they picked the greatest player at 199. All right. So during the Bill Belichick area, the Patriots have made 38 six-round draft picks. Only 16 of them, Mike, have made the week one roster. That's like one out of three. All right. 12 were waived. Seven were placed on injured reserve. One, Joshua Bledsoe, was placed on non-football injury list. And one, Arthur Love, which has – a I thought it was cool the way he spelled his name with an E-R instead of U-R, was placed on P-U-P. One gentleman was Matthew Wells was traded, all right? So one, I, I, in my mind, the Patriots, he's he's got a one out of three chance of making the team, mm-hmm. all right? That, based on past history, excuse me, all right? Um, they have cut players. Who've gotten much larger signing bonuses this gentleman has? Keyshawn mm-hmm. Martin one time got a six hundred thousand dollar bonus in January. They cut the the Patriots cut him in September late that same year. If they're do, willing to do that, taking when the and that was before a couple of years ago, all right. They they'll be able to eat, so easily easily eat the dead money mm-hmm. for for him because he's low risk high reward, right? All right? Because his dead money, if they when they if they were to cut him in September, would be just under forty seven thousand dollars. Their cap number is over two hundred twenty million dollars. That's insignificant, immaterial, right? Like he didn't even change. Like his only his signing bonus proration is counting against the cap. His seven the seven hundred fifty thousand dollars not counting against the cap because of the top fifty one rule. Because we're right now in the off season, where we have they, the Patriots will have have ninety players on the roster, but only the salaries of fifty one players count against the cap right now. And those are the fifty one players with the highest cap numbers. Right. He he doesn't qualify for that list. So out of the twelve, only three will qualify the list: Gonzalez, White, and Mapu. All right. Um. I was surprised. I I I'm a geek, a salary cap geek. So I was didn't think about it. That somebody would say, wow, he got this much money. Because to us, getting a $200,000 signing bonus sounds like a lot. Is a lot. But in the NFL, it means relatively nothing. Right. All right. Um, 
I think hopefully that addresses your question or answers the question. All I got to say is that he's, like Murph said, this is so much upside. Even if he balls out, all right, the next three years, his salary in the last contract in, his, in 2026 is still going to be ridiculously low. All right. Mm-hmm. And even if he earns, earns a proven performance escalator, which raises the salary of players drafted to rounds two through seven. All right. He's, you know, low RFA tenant. At the best, he's going to be a $6 million hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, salary. I mean, that's a couple of Pro Bowls in there. And if he's a couple of Pro Bowls, we will, I'm, but nobody's complaining about $6 million salary in 2026. All right. All right. Um, that's all I got to say. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, like the gentleman just t- tweeted at me, and I guess he saw a lot of tweets. And then I've been getting, a, a, you know, you know, somebody said that. So it seemed like a lot of money for a six round pick. I'm like, um, not really. It's what he's supposed to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's not even close to what the guys get in the first round. Like, Gonzalez is going to get a, a signage bonus around $8 million. Keon White's going to get a signing bonus around 2.7. Mapu's going to give it a one. Boti, Boti, you got $187,000. That's not even close to in that range. I right. mean, he, I know um, you guys had mentioned that he was projected to be in a, a long time ago, projected to be in the first round. All right. By being a six-round pick, he lost a lot of money. I wouldn't be surprised that that's one of the reasons he's one of the first guys to sign. He's going to get his money up front. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I really did never really kept track of when the first Patriot player got signed, the first draft pick I got signed, I used to keep track of the last one, all right? Because right. that's, that's the one that really matters. You don't really want the guys to miss any time in training camp, all right? And right. I'll just say this. I'm not expecting – the only possible – my guess is for the guy who takes the longest to sign is Keon White. And the, and we'll go over um, – is because he's in the second round, and they had the agents are trying to negotiate how much money second round picks guaranteed salary they get in the third year of the deal. And for him, it would be 2025. All right. Mm-hmm. His counterpart last year got a very small percentage of his 2000, his third year salary, which would have been 2024 guaranteed. So he's got some negotiating room. He's not close to 100%. So there's a big wiggle room. The Patriots, mm-hmm. thankfully, there's no the Texans not drop did not drop in front of him because the Texans just throw out all the slotting with the guaranteed money all the time. All right. Mm-hmm. The Patriots tend to not to be tend to be sometimes they go beyond the slotting with the guaranteed money and sometimes they go under. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can't tell. I'll, we'll see. I'm not expecting any problems with the third round pick. I said this, I tweeted out. That battle has been won. Patriots fans, as you absorb the wisdom and counsel of our good friend Miguel Benzon, the Pats cap himself, please remember that today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Built. If you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all of the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever, Built. Folks, you got to try this. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better? is that they are healthy. They're only 130 calories on average, four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't even need to wait to get a box because for years we've been talking about 
ordering Built Bars at Built.com. And you can still get all your favorite flavors, but now you can walk into a local Walmart, head to your pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars, a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. If you're close to a Sam's Club, even better. Run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff or churro puff. Folks, don't delay. Do it today, and you'll thank me later. You gotta try this. Built.com. For the last several years, the agents were trying to make sure that the drafted player would max out his salary. And by, by, by that, I mean in the CBA, you're their salary increases are limited to 25% of their first year cap number. All right. And so you can see here that he has going to have a $750,000 salary. The signing bonus ration proration for this year is 261,000. So that adds up to about just a little over $1.01 million. All right. 25% of that is about a quarter million dollars. So that's how much his salary can increase for each year. All right. Before last year, not every third-round pick got the 25% maxed out. Last year, they did. So this year, what they're going to try to do, um, the agent's going to try to do, is trying to have some salary in the first year guaranteed, which to me is meaningless. You're not going to cut a third-round pick, but that's what the agent's going to do. So I don't see any problems with signing him. In the past, it's been... A third round has been a third round pick for the Patriots. That's been the one of the last ones to sign, like Jacoby Brissett, and it's because he was specifically in the third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I expect if there's going to be any delay in signing picks, and I'm a, I'm, I'm going to say this right now, Shy Sullivan, don't come at me until it's near training camp about being worried about the traffic's getting signed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's going to be Keon White, and it's because of the, the how much guaranteed salary they get, and not in the first year because that's going to be full and guaranteed, not in the second year because that's going to be full and guaranteed, but how much they get in the third year. And you can see right here in the bottom of this graphic of Mapu, I have some de- the dead money hit, all right. And I and I talk about that. I couldn't do that for White because I don't know how much I I wasn't comfortable guessing how much he was going to get because the Patriots have a wide range. There's a wide range for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to talk about that in the third round of things. Um, if we could go to Christian Gonzalez, if we don't mind. Absolutely. All right. I want to see you see here in Christian <laughs> Gonzalez deal, all of his money, all of his four years, fully guaranteed. That's why you see in the dead money portion, um, some with cap savings, some negative numbers here, because if you were to cut them, you're going to, you're going to have all of his salary for, for future salaries would be accelerate into that, that year's cap and plus some player on the will replace them on the top 51 list all right um so you know we hear about let lamar jackson he wanted a fully guaranteed salary but media really doesn't make a big deal about how all 32 first round picks are to get fully guaranteed salaries this year all right folks it's you know, so it happens. Fully guaranteed chapters in the NFL happens all the time. And that number increases by usually 32, this year 31, draft picks, first-round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Let's um, – do you want to go to some other players? We can talk about that. Is that 
Yeah, I think that'll be, you know what, let's do the big three. We've taken care of Christian Gonzalez, Marte Mepo. I think the natural progression here, let's take a look at Keon White. I know you've talked about him a little bit. This is one I know Patriots fans might be interested in. So let's bring up okay, Keon, so here he goes. Okay, so Keon White, he's going to have his first year salary, 2023 salary, 2024 salary, fully guaranteed. I don't know yet. We won't know yet. Maybe, hopefully, while we're, we're doing this show, he gets signed. All right. I don't know how much of his 2025 salary will be guaranteed. It's going to be a small percentage, Mike. Mm-hmm. It might be about $200,000, but I don't know. It could be $100,000. could be $150,000. Somewhere in that range. All right? Um, he is, because his salary is fully guaranteed for the next, first two years, we can pretty much sure that he could be on the roster next year, next two years. All right? Mm-hmm. As and I should have said this with Christian Gonzalez, um, he even if he goes on Christian Gonzalez goes on IR, his salary doesn't change. Keon White, if he goes on IR, his salary won't go on change. Bapu, because he's a third round prick, pick, excuse me, his salary will not change. But the guys drafted in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round, their salaries will change and will get lowered if they go on IR. All right. So when people talk about the Foxborough flu, they don't talk about the end. They, they hardly ever mention these, the monetary impact of doing, of being on IF. Or, all right. So you, not only for these, for the Patriots, you lose your, your first year salary goes down. Your second salary, year salary, which would have been 915000 then goes to $795,000. So you're losing close to Mike. About half a million dollars if you go on IR this year, if you're a drafted player in the last in the last lower rounds. Mm-hmm. So I, when people say the Foxborough flu, it's funny because it, it's literal. You know, I know you probably say it a lot because you like alliteration. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, but it has an impact on, on these guys. And if you go on the IR, it makes it that much in the first couple of years of your deal. It makes it that much harder to earn the proof of performance escalator which raises your salary in the fourth year of the deal. And you can't be part of, if you're on an IR for the entire year, you don't get any part of the performance pay performance pay plan, which pays you the lower paid salaries, more money for more staffs they get. All right. Like Awanu has been getting clean, has been cleaning up in that regard in the last three years. He's almost come close to doubling his salary through that program. I mean, basically, the the lower you get, the lower salary you have, and the more snaps you have, the more money you get in that program. So that's why it's not a benefit for these players to go on uh, on IR these years, early in, the, in their careers. Um, so we went over that. I uh, do want to just say one thing about this: Demario Douglas and MS Speed will sign the exact same deals because comp picks get the same deal, even though they're in the same slot. Mm-hmm. So Douglas and Speed were drafted. Douglas was back to 210. Speed was drafted to 214. Exact same deal. Right. So every time when you have a comp picks and then the bottom of the third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, they all get the same deal. So it's going to literally be cookie cutter, cookie cutter for the Patriots to get those two deals done. I wouldn't be surprised if they're done – in the next seven days. Um, and I would say, I should say this last year, the second Friday after the draft, May 13th, 97 players were signed. 97 drivers. 
we're already hearing more and more draft picks getting signed this week than we did last year at this time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think 90 would have reached that 97, but I, I expect maybe 80 and a good number of them Patriots will be, some of them will be Patriots. I'll be, I think they'll have, I will see what happens with the second round picks because that could be um, interesting because the top of the second round picks, they want to have their fourth year salary fully guaranteed. And while the bottom, they want to have the third spot increased on how much their third year salaries increased. We have yet to hear that a second round pick has yet to sign. So I wouldn't be surprised at that. Because actually this year, signing the fourth, first round picks are going to be so much easier than signing the second round picks. Because they, they're all full year, fully guaranteed deals. Unless you're the, oh my gosh, the Chargers or somebody stupid like the Bears with the um where you really care about when, how much signing bonus you pay out. Because that's one of the negotiating items. I guess we could talk about what they get now getting this negotiated in rookie deals. And I have that. Hold on a minute. So, but none of those things really are part of the Patriots this year. <laughs> none of the, the, literally, the stuff that I, I, I sent out in this tweet about negotiating them won't apply to the 12 draft picks, <laughs> except for the, the second for Keon White. I mean, the signing, how much the the, the layaway plan for signing bonuses, folks, like, you know, Christian Gonzalez, he might get $8 million, and they might negotiate, say, they might negotiate, hey, I'll get $4 million now, and now, and $4 million in September. That might mm-hmm. what they might negotiate, but that's not going to hold up a deal. Right. Um, I, you know, I know one of the bosses that held up a deal, which I didn't get, but I, uh, I didn't understand on that part, Um for the Patriots, the split salary, they, they make the players take a split salary. So when they go in the IR, some teams you can negotiate. Um, they don't, the Patriots don't, it's, it's a done deal. That's, they're not going off of that. They would have to set a precedent. They're not doing that at all. Um, so, yeah, that's it, Mike, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's good. it is good to know that heading into now this next wave of where the Patriots season is going, now that the draft picks have fallen into line, uh, still probably maybe a, an unrestricted free agent out there. I know the Patriots mm-hmm. still have a roster spot open. I guess the next question on everybody's mind, Miguel, is with the 12 you know, million change that the Patriots have in available space right mm-hmm. now, what they may do in terms of opening up more space for operating costs throughout the year. Now, it's not to say that they have to. Maybe they do. You can enlighten us on that. Who right now seems to be a good candidate for maybe a little bit of roster uh, creativity, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, to open up a little bit. Because I think the fact that the Patriots did not select the tight end makes uh, extension for Hunter Henry maybe that much more uh, likely or at least something the Patriots may entertain the idea a little bit more. Maybe you can enlighten us a little more. On okay, that. so let's – the Patriots right now probably going to be right at the edge of having enough cap space to operate the end of the year. Okay. The end of the year. Well, the problem is none of us know how many players get injured. Right. Um, if they have a bad year like they do in 2015, 2015 they're going to need to create cap space. But mm-hmm. they have a good healthy year – like they had in 2014, all right, they, they'll have, probably have enough cap space, all right? And if, remember I talked about how these guys in, in the lower, um, the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, those, those guys don't count against the, the salaries, don't count against the gap? 
Right. If they all make the roster. That means they're beating out higher salary players for the team. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's say say Isaiah Bolden, all right, beats out Miles Brandon for a spot in the secondary. All right. That creates about two million dollars in cap space. If one of those um let's say Mafi, and he's pretty I Mafi beats out Yanni Kajus for a space on a spot on the offensive line. That mm-hmm. creates about two million dollars in cap space. All right. You do that a couple, several times, Mike. You might, the Patriots might be able to create six, seven, eight, ten million dollars in cash space just for having the lower salary players beat out a higher salary player. All right. <laughs> I'm surprised. And we're doing the show at 509 right now. So maybe they've released Nick Folk. I am surprised they haven't released Nick Folk after they drafted the kicker. All right. Because if he gets hurt during OTAs, mm-hmm. you have his salaries get become fully guaranteed because of the injury protection. Oh, all right, because he goes on IR, you know he might not earn his active roster bonuses, but he's getting his salary. Right. All right, he's getting his salary. So that's why some players, some teams, you hurt right before the draft and during the draft, some teams were cutting players because mm-hmm. they say I, I don't want to take a chance on this guy getting hurt during Good the OTA. Point. All right, and I was surprised that they haven't the Patriots haven't cut a couple of players on to make room for more UTAs or take a chance, prevent the chance for the prevent the player from getting hurt while he's in OTAs. Um, as for they have, like you said, Hunter Henry is a possibility to create. We'll just go with the big money. Hunter Henry for sure is a ch- chance to create cap space. You could lower his cap number with an extension by five million dollars. All right, mm-hmm. you could reach out to my uh, favorite pretend GM Matthew Judon, reach an extension or just convert salary into signing bonus, and that create about five million dollars. They have, oh my gosh, you get rid of Falk, Nick Folk, you get rid of Unic, Yanni, you get used, you do some of this, you can create another fifteen million dollars in cap space. So like they have enough caps, enough ways to create cap space. So like if there was someone to become available via trade. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is, you pick the play, your favorite player, right? <laughs> okay, whoever it is, whoever it is, folks, all right? Um, it's not going to be Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> right? Whoever it is, and from now until the trade, trade deadline, the, people, the pages have the capability to create the cap space to get that player, all right? Mm-hmm. And that's all you can ask. I just think that's what he can ask for. Um, all right. Oh my God! I just think of a last Fitzgerald all those times. <laughs> the one that got away, absolutely. The one that got away, folks. And uh, yeah. you know, we're sure that uh, now that Miguel has told us it's possible for the Patriots to trade for someone, that internet photo of gentleman at the Hertz <laughs> counter at Logan Airport is going to be popping up all over the place, and they're going to be oh tagging Miguel and saying, "Perp, that's no. the Patriots can trade for this guy." No, it's not going to happen. We're not going to let it happen. But <laughs> I'm trying. To- Who can't they trade for? Because oh, a lot of the players who are really good have really low salaries this year. But the thing, thing is, they have a lot of dead money. Their team won't trade them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I was trying to think what else I wanted to say about the draft picks. I I gotta say this. I was. Can I just say this out of out of? Please out of go ahead. Close yours, but I was. I was I wanted Christian Gonzalez. I thought the Patriots were going to trade up for him. 
right? Mm. And then they get him at 17. And ha- I know you the, the guy, the guy from Locked On Oregon the other day. Like, I just listened Spen- to today. Spencer McLaughlin, right, so, yep. <laughs> okay. I got to say, this is his dad joke. Uh, made me chuckle, but I don't know. I wouldn't be going into my boss asking if it was funny or not and have my job on the line for a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know his boss. I think his boss might actually like it. He has the same bad sense of humor that I do, so okay, he okay, might be uh, okay. You have right, to like, know your avenue and your lane. And in okay. Lockdown land here, I think we've got a shot at it. But no, okay. all kidding aside, <laughs> uh, yeah, Spencer was great in terms of information yeah. on uh, Christian Gonzalez. And you've helped to bring the financial aspect of it right into uh, lockstep here in New England and really, yeah. I think, give a lot of people a lot to be excited about. This is an exciting class. It's a big class. The Patriots have 12 hey. players for the first time since 2010. So a lot to think about and a lot to keep track of. I don't know how you do it, bud, but you do it better than anybody else in this league. That's why you always set the record straight here when you come on the Lockdown oh, Patriots. Yeah. All those myths that float around, folks. Stick it right here because this guy is never wrong. I don't say that to pump his tire. They say it because it's accurate. And he really is uh, amazing at what he does. And we're so thrilled uh, that you lend your wisdom and counsel here, sometimes exclusively or first here on Locked On Patriots. Uh, We're grateful for that. And and I couldn't thank you enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like setting the record straight on the Boutte. I'm like, what? I'm like, I, I I couldn't believe it. I mean, I... The problem with being a cap nerd, you, uh, like myself, is that you mm-hmm. tend not to think like the, the regular people. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't, even, I did not think that anyone would think that. It's, I know it's. I didn't think it was. I mean, yes, the Patriots have been signing players earlier. I just didn't think it was a big deal. Okay, they yeah. they sign a, a player early each each in every season, every every year. It yeah. just happened to be a guy who fell for them. Um, I'm in your camp. I I was not surprised by the amount that he was signed for. I thought it was a standard deal. It really didn't raise an eyebrow, but I did pick up on that as well. I think where a lot of the fan base is coming from, and I think you've really articulated this well, is the Patriots took a chance on Keishon Butte in the sixth round, pick number 187. Very, very highly touted before his injuries, before off the field. He was considered one of the top receivers in his class and really was uh, exciting a lot of people with the way that he played and the upside that he has. Didn't show it in 2022. No question about it. It caused a real severe tumble uh, into the sixth round for him. So the Patriots, in a lot of ways, are taking a chance. Maybe the fan base is a little bit gun-shy hearing that, and they're thinking, okay, well, the Patriots are committing this kind of money to a sixth rounder that we're hearing could be a real hit or miss. But the Patriots doing that right off the bat, and credit to Kayshawn as well for signing the deal early and the Patriots getting this done I think it shows the two sides are ready to work with one another. And if yes. that's the case, this could lead to something big on the field. And correct me if I'm wrong, if this is a standard deal and the Patriots get the type of output out of him, the talent that he's capable of putting out there could end up being a draft deal, not just on the field, but also on the wallet as well. Oh, my gosh. If if he plays like a first rounder, this, his deal is going to be ridiculously bogged. A ridiculously bogged. <laughs> Because he cannot, because he's a draft pick, he cannot redo his deal until after his third season. Right. All right. He. Oh my. Oh, if he if he balls out, Mike, the pitches hit. I will have a tremendous bargain because guys like him, 
Mm-hmm. I'm making $25 million a year. Mm-hmm. He is going to average before the proven performance escalator just over a million. That's 4%. True. That's a tremendous. You're getting a 96% discount if he balls out. Mm-hmm. That's incredible, Mike. Yeah. Um, I just, like I said, I was surprised. And when somebody said, tweeted at me today, I'm like, I never, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, just like, oh my gosh, they he got a lot of a lot of money. As I, that was the number he was supposed to get. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, you know, literally, they just. Well, today's he signed yesterday. Maybe on Tuesday they came up with the official numbers. Mm, so like probably you know, so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So like literally, yeah, I think he signed supposedly on the second. I think right. he agreed to terms on the second, but on the report it shows up on the report it shows up on the second. I should, right. I'm, I'm saying I have access. I saw the report. Okay, I did say you see on the report. All right. So the, on the report <laughs> it does say October second. I mean May second. Excuse me. Um. I don't know what I mean. I mean, so twenty other guys signed that same day. So right. terms, like fifth round picks and sixth round picks. I, I just didn't think of a big deal. But it is it might like you said? It's a tremendous. If he hits, it's a tremendous value, tremendous bargain. Um, what else I wanted to say? Oh, because that's not great. Malik. Oh my gosh, what's the last name? Rich Cunningham, right? Is it Cunningham? The quarterback yes. on draft. Okay, my gosh. So I, I don't want to think I'm Richard Cunningham. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. Malik Cunningham, it did not get set, get the highest paid uh, total guarantee for undrafted free agents. That was Jeff Tebbs. Somebody, uh, I know, no, you know, but that was Jeff Tebbs in 2012. Um, and to me, when a UFA, UDFA gets guaranteed salary, it's not a big deal for me because it's a, it has an offset. So for me, it's just prepaying the, the practice squad salary. Mm-hmm. Unless they get more than the, the how much they're going to get in practice, practice squad, it's not a big deal to me. Um, so I don't make a big deal. I, I don't think it guarantees him a spot in the roster. So if you're going to do a 53-man roster projection, please, 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 I'm begging you, do not say that his 170000 guaranteed salary Guaranteed him spot on the roster. Please do not say that because that's not true. It's not. It's never been true that is that true. Keyshawn, ask Keyshawn Martin if that's true. Ask <laughs> Andrew Beck if that was true. <laughs> Very good point. I'm so right. glad that you brought up the guaranteed money, especially when it comes to undrafted free agents, guys yes. who are expected to be practice squad players. Doesn't necessarily mean that they won't get a roster spot, but it doesn't guarantee them one. And that is such an important part to remember here, folks, when we're talking about Patriots quarterback room that is now four players deep with Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Trace McSorley, and Malik Cunningham. Uh, that's a very good point. So I thank you for oh. making that point, my friend, because uh, it's something that I think a lot of people need to remember. Yeah, so let's say, let's say roster cutdown weekend, the Patriots wave them. Mm-hmm. And someone claims Malik Cunningham on waivers. Right. That 170000 guaranteed salary, that responsibility for paying it goes to his new team. So there's very little risk for the Patriots by giving them guaranteed salary. He would have to be horrendous that he wouldn't get claimed on waivers or get signed to the practice squad. All right. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> you're okay. absolutely right. And I'm glad that you mentioned Cunningham. You know, the, we talked about dad jokes earlier. You know, you're lucky yeah. I didn't start in the Happy Days theme right there. I mean, that could have been a real, real problem. I wouldn't do that to our listeners, first oh, no, of all. I wouldn't do that to you, my friend. Oh, no, that's, uh, that is that is really, really bad if I would uh, start doing that. I've already vowed to start retiring a lot of my bad impressions here. Claire's happy about it. So is Murph. And now I know you are as well. So, oh, no, um, I, I like them. I like them. I mean, I, I got to give a shout out to um, Mark Jeff Mondays. That's one of my mm. – and, and you just had a crossover. Those are my two favorite days to listen to the show. I I, I love those shows. Well, <laughs> the crossovers are going to keep coming. Uh, right now we're definitely working with a lot of our college hosts to get the background on a lot of Patriots draft picks, and there's quite a few of them, folks. There's, we're going to cycle through 12 of them, so keep All it right, right here to Locked On Patriots. Oh, and awesome. Mock Draft Mondays are actually going to start to become Mailbag Mondays. And Murph and I are okay. going to dip into the Locked On Patriot Mailbag, and we're going to take a look and start answering some of your great questions because Mondays are interactive here on Locked On Patriots, and the fans have spoken. We've got to give the people what they want. But what they want most is fiscal knowledge. And my friend, what can I say? You break the wisdom and counsel meter every single time you come here. A lot of guys do it when they come here into these seats, but – You've done it with class and a style all your own. I can't thank you enough for that. Before I let you go today, my friend, is there anything else you would like to let our public know fiscally when it comes to the Patriots or just anything even personal or anything related to what the great work that you're doing? Floor is yours, my friend. Take us home for the weekend. I'd like to remind everyone that Devin McCourty is still officially on the roster. His retirement will be processed after June 1st. Don't know when. I thought, you know, uh, exactly after June 1st. Um, but it will create about $200,000 in cap space, okay? Because his, his salary is at the very minimum for a guy with his experience. So a person, a player with a $940,000 replacement with salary will replace him on the top 51 list. Um, the Patriots, like we said before, I believe have are just on the bubble. I have enough cap space to last throughout the year. Because All right. Um, but they have several ways to create cap space. So I wouldn't worry about it. Um, and will those folks who were obsessing about how much money the Patriots were, were spending earlier this in March and February, they can now include the signing bonuses for the 12 draft picks in their cash spending total because that cash spending total you saw on websites wasn't including draft picks, mm-hmm. um, which was unfortunate for the Patriots because they had a lot of draft picks and now they even have more draft picks than they had. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I think the Patriots earned good cap space. And that's all you can ask as me, as a guy who follows it, that's all I can ask them to do. Um, We'll see. I mean, I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping to be able to go to a couple of training camp practices during the summer. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys. Um, if, you know, as you know, on my pin tweet, I try to raise money for the Hoppet Habitat for Humanity. Absolutely. If someone does, donates to them this over this weekend, all right, and you can prove me, send me a DM of proof, I will send you the workbook that I sent to Mike for this, for this, for this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So Absolutely, minimum, folks. minimum donation Insider is six. Info. Yeah. 
the minimum day donation is six dollars, one dollar for each Super Bowl ring. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> folks, right. it's a worthy cause, not just to get uh, Miguel's uh, wisdom and counsel when it comes to finances, which to me is unparalleled and the, by far the best in the business. There's not even a close second. I always say the plaque for the alternates doesn't exist because the man has no equal, but it is such a worthy cause. Uh, all kidding aside, it truly Thank is uh, for what he's doing and the work that he does for Habitat for Humanity in the area, in the Hartford area. So please, if you're able to, definitely encourage you to do so. Uh, and um, But what can I say? Uh, we'll definitely have you back on here before training camp to get another pulse check for the Patriots' finances yes. as this next wave of free agency may come uh, before you know players start showing up and reporting for mini camps and whatnot. But you've definitely helped us when it comes to the NFL draft and the draft picks. Folks, if you still have any questions, send them right in uh, to uh, Miguel. I know he's always more than happy to help out. Drop them in the um, comment section here on YouTube as well, uh, and we'll always be sure uh, to include those. So, folks, definitely be sure to stay locked into Locked On Patriots. This Monday, Murph and I are going to be talking about a few different topics here, but Keep a sharp eye because we will be turning Mock Draft Mondays into Mailbag Mondays very shortly here on Locked on Patriots, and we want to get all of your great feedback. And in the meantime, please continue to stay safe, stay well. On behalf of my good friend, Miguel Benzon, the Pats Cap himself, I'm Mike DeBate. Have a great day, a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you back here Monday on Locked on Patriots.